A recent Kiplinger theme poll is shedding light on the latest data regarding the final the financial concerns of retirees and pre-retirees in the wake of the recent market volatility, inflation, and fears of a potential recession. The data seems to point to a glaring concern of what constitutes a secure retirement. And now, the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willard. Welcome in, everybody. This is the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Brooklyn is the president and CEO of Texas Financial Advisory in San Antonio, a registered investment advisor, a fiduciary, independent, uh, and so much more. Hi, Brooklyn. How are you? Hey, Steve. Doing great. How are you? Very well, thank you. I, I love these st- statistics. And this is an interesting survey. It was done back in June with 800 Americans. And what I didn't put on this note was they were all over 50. So we're all kind of in the same ballpark here. Uh, and they were talking about, you know, the outlook for their financial future. Now, these numbers, I want to get your reaction, Brooklyn. 70% expect to have enough income to live comfortably. 66% are confident they will not run out of money in retirement. Those numbers seem wrong to me. They seem off to me. They seem high. Yeah, really high. Yeah, I, I, I don't tend to see that much confidence because, again, um, we don't run into people having their their income totally secured and guaranteed through retirement. The majority of the time, it's just a, a, a portion of their monthly income is, is secured through, you know, Social Security or um, a pension, something to that effect. So um, we, we live in a world where people are having to create their own pensions from their, their retirement accounts. Well, and, you know, that's the thing that if, if I'm working with you, Brooklyn, and your team, you're going to that's one of your goals is to make sure that that one income is consistent every month and growing every year and not going to run out before I do. Yeah. And again, you know, we don't have a crystal ball. No, of course. Not. Um, but we do know that you want to make sure you have enough income coming in each and every month. And I know the old adage is, is cash is king. Well, really, in retirement, cash flow is king. And, um, you know, knowing that no matter what happens, you've got X amount of money coming in each month uh, allows for the confidence to walk away from your paycheck. Because, at, you know, in essence, when you go into retirement, you're voluntarily, voluntarily can't get that word out, no. <laughs> self-employed. Right. Well, and, that, and that's, that's a difficult spot for a lot of folks to be in. But that's the beauty of working with someone like you to help create that income. Yeah, sure. And again... Income comes from various uh, products, but but it really comes down to a plan. And you know, how are we going to segment money? Maybe in different strategies, be it a bucket plan. We talk about bucket plans before on the show, where you put money into buckets, and those buckets are earmarked for certain periods of time to pay you income, so that you know for five years, bucket one is going to be your income source, and at the end of five years, bucket one is going to be next to zero because you didn't really invest it. Um, It didn't make too much interest. Now, bucket one nowadays, we're getting better interest because the interest rates are are higher for for those types of accounts. So that's a blessing. But, you know, again, bucket one is just mainly a placeholder. So bucket two and bucket three can grow and have, you know, no pressure over five years to be able to accumulate 
interest and then you know we regroup at the end of five years and we say all right where are we going to pull for year six we have a few options from there and you know again this bucket plan allows us to be able to create a 30 40 50 year income plan if necessary because um, people are in retirement for a very long time i mean we're we're seeing where people would be in retirement longer than they actually were during their working years because people are living longer. Right. And I mean, that's the good, that's sort of that good news, bad news situation. And sure. the, the, as we look at this, let's talk about Social Security for a second. And, and uh, where this is the survey that was done back in June, 83% of retirees say that they have already claimed Social Security benefits. Wow. So that of that group that's retired, 83% have already claimed. And the the the, um, the mean claiming age was 63. Is that your experience? Well, again, it's a break-even point, right? Because at some point in time, whether you draw it at at 62, 67, or 70, you will have received the same amount of income The you know, the at, at some point in time. We call that your break-even point. And so that longevity play, the longer you live, then the more you would have received had you waited. But again, if you're going to be retiring earlier on in your 60s, and you need income, do you want to use your money or do you want to go ahead and start using Social Security? Because, again, there's no refund of your Social Security if you didn't use it all or there's no beneficiary for your Social Security. Now, if you're you're married, you can have a spousal continuation, but she's, your spouse still loses one check because, uh, you know, the lower of the two spouses' checks goes away if one spouse passes. So, yeah, we, we have seen where people... You look at the numbers and they say, well, it doesn't make any sense. I'm not, you know, I'm not getting any younger or, mm -hmm. um, you know, again, I want to go ahead and get that money out as long as I can, especially in this stressed out Social Security system, because there's I mean, I don't think that as much as they say we're going to run out of the trust funds going to run out of money. I, I feel like if you're 50 and younger, um, Social Security is going to have to be a different system by the time you get to an eligible um drawing age right sure. and 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 that really goes down to the planning as well whenever we work with people under the age of 50 we pretend like social security doesn't exist because we don't want them to have in the back of their head that oh it'll be x amount of my retirement savings um you know 20 percent of what i need each month it'd be better to pretend like it's not going to be there at all and then it could just be a bonus check for them Sure. One of the things about Social Security this survey found was that about, uh, well, 43 percent say that Social Security is giving them more than half of their monthly income. That that seems, wow, that seems pretty risky, doesn't it? Well, it also means, I mean, that's not very much money. No, month. sure not. I mean, I guess if you're a married couple, you know, that's you could be getting, I don't know, 4,000-ish a month, maybe six at the on the high end. Um, so, but 50%, I, I mean, I find that Social Security, a lot of times for clients, tends to be around 20% of their, their wow. uh, retirement income Wow, 20%. So that's really motivation to keep saving. <laughs> yeah, because again, Social Security is not, a, this is where people need to also realize, again, um, there's a cap to Social Security. So whether... You were a neuroscientist or a you know, brain surgeon or a, a high-powered attorney or someone that made 
$150,000 a year, you know, at some point in time, there's a cap to what's paid into Social Security. So just because you made more during your gurney years doesn't mean you'll have more of a Social Security check, technically. I mean, it, it, there is a cap. So um, it, it is important to be saving because in, in multiple accounts, I mean, obviously, employer-sponsored plans tends to be the default because uh, you're you're walking through the HR process of, of signing on with a, a new job, and typically they just automatically enroll you into your retirement accounts at, at work, your 401ks or thrift savings plans. And, and then after that, it's up to you to determine how you're going to allocate it and how much you're going to put in. And you should be at least putting in enough to get the free match that the company gives you because uh, that's free money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but in you know here at Texas Financial Advisory, we've got systems and uh, we have we are able to help you even if you are still while while you're still working and you still are actively investing in your employer sponsored plans, which is different for a lot of financial advisors. A lot of times, financial advisors can't help you to leave your job or to have money available to outside of your retirement accounts um, or you're able to move your retirement accounts to them. But here at Texas Financial Advisory, we can do it from a planning side that, yes, your money's still in a 401k. It's not under our management, but we're giving you the advice on how to allocate, how much to save, where else to save outside of that retirement account? So there's a lot to be done, but again, unless you raise your hand or, or you know, reach out for help, we don't know who who would, would benefit from those services. Um, and you know, as always, we set aside time on our calendar for uh, our radio listeners that that if you would like a second opinion on what you're currently doing, there's no cost for that consultation. Um, it's really just a chance to get to know you, to understand where you're coming from, and we can show you what we do here and see if it's a good fit. Uh, But the number here is 844-832-7469. That's 844-TFA-SHOW. Or you can visit the website, texasfinancialadvisory.com, and actually schedule your appointment from there, Um, texasfinancialadvisory.com. That sounds great. So, Brooklyn, I mean, there's so many, so many ways that one can get get in touch with you all. Uh, again, the website, TexasFinancialAdvisory.com, 844-TFA-SHOW. Just what is the safe withdrawal rate of your retirement dollars? It really just depends. It depends on how much you saved, on what the rate of inflation is, coupled with interest rates, the stock market, and more. And it could change over the course of your retirement. Details when we come right back. We are back on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie and consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And uh, again, you can visit the website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. You can schedule your own appointment right there, and you can learn a lot more about Texas Financial Advisory. There's a lot to learn there. Yeah, and again, we're constantly updating that and trying to provide more value. And of course, you can sign up for our our weekly newsletter through our website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. But, um, yeah, a lot of great information there, TexasFinancialAdvisory.com. And we're talking about a safe withdrawal rate. And I think that this is an area that, you know, the average person doesn't really think a lot about. But we need to, we need to put that in place. And fortunately for, for us, you're there. And, and so what is when we talk safe withdrawal rate? What are we talking about? Well, again, mm-hmm. when we talk about a safe withdrawal rate, this is 
you have accumulated what you're going to accumulate. There's no more savings going on. Um, you have what you have. Maybe you'll come into some windfall of new money in the future through an inheritance or when the win the lottery or something, but it is what it is. You have what you have, and now you've got to determine how are you going to turn on the faucet and take from that account month after month without totally depleting it and also still growing it with, with you know some sort of interest, uh, safely grow it. So, um, you know, one of the first questions we ask folks is how much do you, do you need month to month to to cover your living expenses, to cover your lifestyle in retirement. And that's still going out to eat and making that trip that you always take every year or um, going to the beach house or whatever it is that you do. We want you to not feel deprived now that you're in retirement, that you have to spend less money. You know, a lot of people think, well, um, and when I'm in retirement, I'll, I'll spend less or I'll be, I'll be in a lower tax bracket because I'll have less income because I won't need as much income as I did while I was working. Well, I find that people need more income in retirement, especially at the very beginning of retirement, because they have all this time on their hands. So they now can go and do and, and things that they've put off because they were working. Um, now they're able to do that bucket list, if you will, of, of activities and so that means they need as much income as they did while they were working if not more income and so you know people are concerned with how much can I draw from this because who wants to go ahead and retire at say age 66 and then look up at age 78 and not have any not have enough money there and now be heading back out to the workforce and trying to figure out find a job uh, to rebuild your savings. Nobody wants that, right? No, I goodness gracious. I can't think of anything worse. <laughs> the uh, So when we talk about the safe withdrawal method, and then one of the things that I've heard over the years, obviously, is uh, the, the 4% rule. Is that something that, that exists or still exists? Is it worth talking about? Yeah, and again, the 4% rule, I mean, maybe I should Google who started that. It, it really, it came from what... And, from what I've been told, it came from the world of, of mutual funds when mutual funds started coming into effect in the 1990s. And, you know, people had experienced, you know, big swings with equities. And, and so then they would go and buy bonds to try and get some safe earned income on their, on their money. And so mutual funds, the idea behind it was that you didn't have to be the picker right? You didn't need a stockbroker to sell this to you, that you would pick a money manager that would put together a fund of multiple companies to spread out your risk. And then as those companies, you know, changed or new ones came along, they would be changing out the fund so that you've spread your risk out ac across multiple companies versus just being saturated in a few companies, right? Right. So, um, from that, people said, okay, if you have your money in this, these mutual funds, you know, we expect that you would make a certain rate of return. Therefore, you could draw out 4% each year and not run out of money during retirement. And in, back then, they would basically said a retirement was around 30 years. And, um, you know, again, like I mentioned earlier, we're seeing people be in retirement at least 30 years for most, if not the potential to be much longer in retirement because they're living longer. And sure. I mean, it is not unheard of for someone that retires in their 
60s to make it into their 90s or longer. Or longer, exactly. Right? Uh, the, the, the creator of the uh, 4% rule, Bill Bengen. There you go. B-E-N-G-E-N. And he's sort of come back a little bit and said, eh, maybe this isn't so good anymore. <laughs> yeah, and again, it's also about it's cash flow, right? Yes. And, and sometimes 4% isn't enough of, of right. a withdrawal. Yeah, well, and again, the way things are right now, it's, I mean, you know, with inflation and then we've got, uh, you know, interest rates rising. This is a weird time and we've got to be aware of what we what we can actually take safely. Yeah, and again, you know, also when this was developed in the 90s, I mean, man, we've been through so many other changes and there's so many other different opportunities to invest. I mean, uh, an exchange traded fund, which that was not existent, you know, that an exchange traded fund is something that's come out of how do we make the mutual funds better? Because what people were realizing with their mutual funds is the the only person really getting making money on the mutual fund was the money manager and with their buried fees and their upfront sales charges and transaction costs and stuff like that and so people are like listen i like the spreading out of my risk but why am i paying all these costs inside i'm netting out nothing um, because it's all the costs are eating up any return on my investment so an exchange traded fund came along, which again is similar to a mutual fund in that you're spread across, but it has more flexibility and less internal costs associated with it. Uh, and we can trade throughout the day, which is a huge benefit. We don't have to wait, you know, three days for it to settle and then put in a new fund and so on and so forth. So you know, that just shows you, you know, in the 90s, we didn't, when the 4% rule came along, we didn't have even the exchange traded fund. We didn't have some of the hybrid annuities that we have nowadays. Yes, annuities have been around forever, but the type of products that exist today did not exist back then. So with these with these newer products or newer strategies, that's allowed for us to look at doing cash flow planning of, you know, six, seven, eight percent of people's retirement. So now you go from a, having a million dollars saved for retirement and only be able to have $40,000 of income to using one of our plans and getting anywhere from sixty dollars to $80,000. The same million dollars, but a better cash flow plan. I like that. Right? Yeah. So again, that's what the TFA Financial Freedom Roadmap does for our clients. It, it, it's, it puts you in more control and it gives you more options, more opportunities than you would just in your employer-sponsored plans or, you know, trying to invest by yourself through, I mean, there's so many options out there, right? Fidelity, Vanguard, which that's good news. There's a lot of options, but the bad news is you don't get the features that we do as, as licensed professionals here at Texas Financial Advisory. So if you'd like that opportunity, again, there's no cost associated with that analysis or, or that initial consultation. Um, but reach out to us here, 844-832-7469. That's 844-TFA-SHOW. Um, and you can visit the website, TexasFinancialAdvisory.com. I did uh, just want to throw this giveaway out to our listeners. We, we put together a, an income booklet that talks about retirement income, cash flow planning. If you'd like to request that, you can simply send a text message using the word income to, uh, we've got a dedicated number for that. That's 210 987 
9911-210-987-9911. Shoot us a text just with the simple word inc- income, I-N-C-O-M-E, in that uh, message, and um, we'll get you that that. Uh, white paper over to you. Two one zero nine eight seven nine nine one one. And really, that's just uh, one of the, one of the steps along the way. I like what you described there, the TFA financial roadmap, because that's really what we need, isn't it? We need right. that guide we to help need, get us there. We all need some sort of guide. You know, again, we live in a world where we think, well, we'll just Google it or figure it out for ourselves, and. You can do that, but you still have a lot of limitations and lack of knowledge on the investment side or the financial world without working with a professional. Sure. Eight, oh, I'm sorry, 844-TFA-SHOW is the phone number. And so, again, as we, as we talk about this, are there, is there any downside to uh, this uh, safe withdrawal strategy? Well, again, a, a withdrawal strategy um, with the 4% rule, you know, if the market, let's say you had your money invested, even in like 2022, we've had uh, close to nine months of wherein the market took away all the gains that we had, you know, that, that had been earned in 2021. So if you were taking from your accounts and the market was recovered or was, uh, was as volatile as it's been, then your account's going to be down an additional 4% for the year because you took out 4% of your account. So, um, so it definitely, you know, when the market is, is down, you know, 14% for the year, year, and you take another four, that's a lot of pressure on that account to, to recover. And nobody has a crystal ball to know how long it would take for that to happen. Right. And again, those are just the logical steps to take. Hey, let me remind you of the text that you can you can text us and to get that white paper. Just text the word income to 210-987-9911. That's text the word income to 210-987-9911. It's easy to forget that all that money you save in your 401k or IRA is going to be taxed on the way out. Thanks to the required minimum distribution or the RMD the MRD, whatever you might call it. Um, When we come back, RMD mistakes to avoid. And we're back on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie and having a great conversation as we normally do. And uh, things go so quickly here. But I like where we're getting into, Brooklyn. Uh, you talk about required minimum distributions, the RMDs. They are, it's an inevitable part of, you know, your retirement savings. And are you, are, are people surprised sometimes when they real, when they're told, you know, hey, you've got to take money out at 72? Yeah. And, you know, again, this has always been around um, as far as the forced distribution from your accounts. But you've got to remember, you had all this tax advantage by putting your money in these accounts while you were working. And so you didn't pay the tax, but there's tax due. And I find it interesting because a lot of people come in here and they're like, we're totally debt free. And I'm like, okay, well, congratulations. Um, And they'll, we don't know anything on our house. Our cars are paid for kids. College is paid for. 
you know, no credit card debt and or we use a credit card and we pay it off every single month. And then I get to, well, what have you saved for retirement? And they're like, oh, I did it exactly the way Dave Ramsey said to do it. And I put all my money in a mutual fund <laughs> and saved as much as I could in my 401k. And now we've got a million dollars in our 401k or IRA. And I'm like, well, you have debt. <laughs> because you owe tax on that account. So not that you, you know, again, by design, you were doing everything right. You were checking the boxes as you go, but we still have to deal with that. And so there's rules around those RMDs while you're alive, and there's rules when you die. And if you mess up on those rules, there are penalties as well as interest due on the penalties, and you still have to take the withdrawal. There's all that, all that mess. Yeah, wow. I guess it gets fairly complicated, too, when you start talking about RMDs. And if you take it at the wrong time or the right time, you're, you're 72. Uh, I mean, and we're, now we're talking about Secure Act 2.0, where, where they're going to up that age again. Where do you fall on that? You like that idea? Well, I, I mean, it's the Secure Act has helped with some a few tax strategies that we didn't have before the Secure Act. It also has allowed for somewhat of a cushion on tax brackets. Um, but you know, we're really operating under as if the the tax brackets are going to sunset back to where they were back before 2017 in the year of 2026. So for some, for most people, that means your tax rate is going to be on average 8% more. So again, same income, but now you're paying an additional 8% in taxes. Well, that's pleasant to think about. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> that's okay. Um, so there's a difference in, in taking an RMD from a 401k or a Roth 401k or an IRA. There's different rules. Right. And it, well, let's just start with the age first, right? Okay, it, sure. It used to be 70 and a half was the, um, was the magical age. And now that's been shifted to be 72. Um, but it matters whether your birthday falls between January and June or July through December. So if your birthday falls, if you turn 72 between January and June, um, then you've got to take your RMD the first time by December 31st of that year. If you um, are turning 72 and your birthday's July through December, you get a little bit of a grace period. Um, you don't have to take it till the following year, but you would need to take it by April 1st, which I think is ironic because that's April Fool's Day. Um, that also means you would actually take two that year because you would have to take your your second year uh, RMD. So again, that can be strategy. Let's say your income, you're still working and you don't really need the extra income from your RMD. RMD, so now we defer it to the next year because you're going to be using income anyways. Um, but yeah, the age, it's kind of, it's a little simpler, I think, but then the 70 and a half, like, sure, because... I mean, it's kind of ironic, like when you're in a kid, you know, my kids, at, at some point in time, they stop having half birthdays, yes. right? Like, <laughs> exactly. I'm six and a half. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you get older, now all of a sudden those half birthdays come into play. Well, I'm 59 and a half. Yep. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> the um, so as we start talking about these things and and as the you know we get to be seventy two we got to take that money out. Are th is there anything we can do to help alleviate that? Because the RMD that's taxable income. We got to pay taxes. I mean, how do, is there any way to minimize that or at least 
lessen the blow? Well, you you can start converting um, those IRAs to Roth IRAs because one of the the I guess provisions in the Secure Act, which is you know a, a blessing, there's no income limit on doing Roth conversions. So um, just because your RMD is say thirty thousand dollars a year, if it keeps you in the same tax bracket to take another say. 20,000 now you take out 50 but you just convert 20 into a Roth IRA and keep the other 30 if you need to live upon or you can convert all of it right the IRS just wants their taxes out of it they don't care what strategy you you put into place or how you reinvest it um, but you know that's something that we help our clients figure out sure and uh, so how are the rules different between a 401k and an IRA and is one better than the other well, for most 401ks, uh, and again, I say most, I'm generalizing because each 401k also has 401k uh, rules imposed by the employer or the the um, sponsor, but uh, the custodian, whoever that money money's with. So majority of 401ks allow you to not take, you're not required to take an RMD based off the 401k. So I have a gentleman that's still working, and he's um, in his 70s, and you know he's we've kept a lot of money over in his 401k because he makes three hundred thousand dollars a year, and you know he doesn't need his his RMD from his 401k, so it's just you know ability to not have to take from that account because when he does retire, he's not going to need three hundred thousand dollars of income um, in retirement. So you know. Um, but it's, it's just important to know all of your options. And, um, again, here at Texas Financial Advisory, we're looking at everything holistically and comprehensively. It's not just in a funnel as far as what this account is doing for you. It's how do all of them work together, uh, for your benefit. So if you'd like that opportunity to see what that looks like, what in the world is a TFA financial freedom roadmap? Um, you know, these are all things that we can walk you through in a face-to-face -face meeting or a Zoom appointment if that's more convenient. Again, there's no cost for that initial consultation. Um, the number here is 844-832-7469. That's 844-TFA-SHOW. Um, and please go to the website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. A lot of great information there uh, to go through different, different financial calculators. Um, but you can sign up for our webs or sign up for our newsletter, um, TexasFinancialAdvisory.com. Sounds good, uh, Brooklyn. So there's a there's a different rule with the Roth 401k. Now the Roth 401k is mm. a relatively new thing anyway. Yeah. But a lot of people are jumping on that bandwagon, and and why not? Sure. Uh, but what? How does it? How does an RMD affect that? So, well, let's start with what is an, a Roth 401k and why would you use it? Okay. Well, if you've been saving all these years and just the traditional 401k and you get to a point that you're now your company is offering a Roth 401k you really should highly consider it because that is one of the best ways to store up tax-free money because the limit on on how much you put into it you know you could put up to 27,000 depending on your age um, into that Roth 401k plus get a um, match from your employer so 
it's it's definitely something to look into because that means that money's already been taxed on and now all that money in there grows tax free. But as soon as you can do a self-directed Roth IRA, meaning move that money from the 401k out to an, a Roth IRA, it's better because um, there's these rules around Roth accounts. So there's there's time limits. There's a five-year rule, and we want to make sure you want to start that five years as soon as possible. Um, if you don't take from the Roth 401k and move it to a Roth IRA, it the amount in there still counts towards the amount that is due for your overall RMD, which seems really weird because you've already paid tax on that money, but it counts towards the total of needing of, of your distribution from your for from your other accounts of right. RMD. So right. seems wonky. All you have to do is move it to a self-directed IRA, and then we can avoid all of that. So tell me what a self-directed IRA is in a nutshell. Well, really, a self-directed IRA is, is like an account you would have here at Texas Financial Advisory because it is we've now taken the money from the employer-sponsored plan and put it into your name directly with a custodian. And so, like, we use m- multiple companies, Fidelity, Schwab, um, you know, we use insurance companies. And, again, ways that you can now take control of your retirement account, and now we've eliminated all the rules associated with the employer account. And those are the, I mean, again, those are the kinds of things that the, uh, I don't want to say tricks, but those are the kinds of things that you just know and can help people because we're not all aware of those things. Well, we all don't know what we don't know, Steve. Yes, exactly right. Well, (laughs) (laughs) absolutely. 844-TFA-SHOW, that's the number, 844-832-7469. Let me remind you, you can also text us, uh, text the word INCOME to 210-987-9911, and you will get that white paper sent off to you immediately. Listeners have questions, and we have answers. It's next, right here on Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show. Hey, we're back on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall, Brooklyn president and CEO of Texas Financial Advisory in San Antonio. You're independent, you're fiduciary. Well, you're a fiduciary firm, and that's really important for people to know because I know that a lot of people throw that word around, but you take it very seriously. Yeah, and the key here is that we work for clients. We don't work for a company or a certain product. And so if you're not a client, then we're not going to be able to make any money (laughs) Um, because, again, we work directly for you. And so when you become a client at Texas Financial Advisory, you actually sign a client agreement that lay out the terms. And and really, it's the roles and the responsibility of our firm, what we are responsible to do. It's a way for us to be held accountable for our actions. Um, But, you know, that way... You know exactly what we're doing. We're not trying to just sell you this product because there's a, a sales incentive to go on a trip or something like that. Like the companies, we, we can't accept those types of awards, if you will. Sure. I um, and so, you know, again, it's still kind of a novel idea. Um, people, I mean, I see the word quite a bit, but... You know, even if you are working with a fiduciary-based advisor at Vanguard, they're still limited to what 
Vanguard is offering, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas a Texas Financial Advisory, we're a fiduciary and you hire us to go out to the marketplace to find whether Vanguard's the right place or, you know, a combination of Vanguard and State Street and uh, BlackRock or Allianz, you know, we're able to look at all the different options out there to put together the the um, customized package for you. And again, that's the thing about working with you, Brooklyn, is that every plan is different. Every plan is custom mm-hmm. designed, tailored for that person or that couple. Yeah, most definitely. Because again, I mean, you, you're unique. You've saved the money in a unique way. Um, your story's different. Your, you know, your family is uh, has different needs and concerns and worries. And so, why would we just put you in a box because you're 60 years old and married to another 62 year old, and y'all will take Social Security at this age, and you've got you know this net worth? Like that doesn't make any sense. I mean, yes, it's a way to kind of define suitability, but that's not a a good way to just to make a recommendation, right? Sure. Well, and again, to have an individual plan is really critical, I think, too, because you feel, you know, for me, when you, when you look at the plan and you kind of go, yep, that's all, that's me, that's me on paper, well, you know, <laughs> heading towards retirement. But that, I mean, that gives you confidence. Yeah. And again, a lot of people think they have a plan just because they get their statements sent right, to them. Right. That's not a plan necessarily, you know, um, it's just those are just statements. We don't know if those statements, you know, those investments within those statements, how those will those, they'll pay off for you. And again, you know, the feedback I get from people when they go through our process, because it is a process. It's not like a bank where you just, you know, come in and say, I'm going to open an account and here's $250,000. Have a nice life, right? right. <laughs> That's not how it works. Um, you, know, you could have $2.5 million and we still what do we have to go through a process because we don't know if we can help you we don't know if we're the right fit so um you know that that process that we walk through allows us to get to know you and know what you're trying to do what you're trying to achieve um you know tax planning is one of the biggest things we do here right and sometimes i i've found that i care more about the tax savings than the client actually does and so i have to be like okay well here's some options, but if it doesn't really float your boat, I mean, fine, but we're not going to waste a lot of time on this. It, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. And, but again, those are the kinds of things that really set you apart from a lot of the other advisors out there. Um, let's check in with Daniel to get a couple of these questions in before we run out of time. Uh, Daniel is in San Antonio. He says, call me a nerd, but I've always had fun researching than buying and selling stocks as a hobby. However, my wife isn't so thrilled about me continuing this hobby as we get into retirement, which is only a couple of years away now. Any advice on a way for us to find some middle ground here? Well, Daniel, um, I, I can tell you several stories where clients were married for a very long time and then they got to retirement and um, they ended up need, getting divorced over this topic, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because uh, one spouse wants to be in control of the investments. They find joy in it. They, you know, like seeing the, the green on the screen when they make money. The other, the other spouse wants to be free to go and play and do and take the trips and not be tied to a computer. And, um, you know, 
and what if Daniel, you make a bad investment and you lose a big portion of your nest egg. So I think there's a happy medium in that we, you know, look at the overall plan and say, here's, we need to use of y'all savings, you know, 80% to achieve what you guys need to achieve. This other 20%, that's all you, Daniel, you go buy, sell, trade. If you lose it all, you guys can stay married and <laughs> and not and uh, and not have to go back to work. If you turn that twenty percent and you double, triple, quadruple it, great. Then you can buy your wife a really nice piece of jewelry mm-hmm. and or do something very nice for her and keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing I mean, what you're doing. Yes, I like it. Uh, so there you go, Daniel. Give us a call. It's 844-832-7469 if you want to know some more. Uh, Barbara has a question. She's in Spring Branch. Uh, she says, I'm retiring from the federal government in 2022 this year, and my husband is retiring at the same time. Now, our savings are comprised of my thrift savings plan, her 403, his 403B, and 401K. We also have shared money outside our workplace savings in Roth retirement accounts, taxable investment accounts, and taxable mutual funds. Who should I consult to ensure my drawdown strategy is optimized to minimize taxes? Well, just call Brooklyn. Us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Texas Financial Advisory. That's what we do. Yeah, I mean, exactly. A day in the life of. Um, yeah, we, we see this quite often. And um, when a lot of times people don't remember or, or have old 401ks and plans. They, they're like, I know I used, you know, I know I had an account when I worked for xyz company but i don't know where it went to and now it's changed hands and sold you know it is really important to come in and get kind of a let's get organized meeting in place what we found we actually had a um if we have a new client that's coming on and they've been retired for about two years now and they worked for exxon and exxon um there was several plans within exxon and so because you know exxon bought out previous companies well when Exxon moved all retirement accounts over to a different custodian, they didn't transfer the beneficiary forms. Oh my. I know. So if you worked for Exxon and you're retired and your money's still there, you need to call me because they just by default put everyone's estate as the tax as the beneficiary and that is the biggest tax um time bomb right then and there if you die and your estate is the beneficiary of your retirement account automatically it's taxed in the highest tax bracket and in the first year and so you're going to give the irs will inherit more than your spouse would inherit on that retirement account just by having the wrong beneficiary so i mean that alone should encourage people to help you know come in and we'll help you get organized and we have we have software and systems in place that will save you so much time i had a lady tell me she spent 19 hours on the phone trying to get you know on hold and get to different like people like it was a two-day ordeal to try and find this old account of hers and i was like well we have software i just needed your social security number and i would have had it like in five minutes but you know, whatever. If you really yeah. want to do it the, the hard way, you can take 19 hours or five minutes with us. Whatever like, you want. I like the five minutes, Brooklyn. I like that better. Um, all right. Let's see. Uh, Dick is in victory. Um, uh, he says, I'm 56. I want to work another 10 years. I've got an, I've got 18,500 in a simple IRA with the financial planner. Now this amount was rolled over from a previous employer. My current employer offers a 457 deferred comp plan in addition to a pension plan. 
Now, I'd like the pre-tax advantages of either the traditional IRA or 457 plan and would like these funds to supplement my pension. Which choice would help me do that? Wow, he seems that seems complicated to me. Go for it. <laughs> well, a deferred comp plan sometimes doesn't have the same restrictions as, uh, as of how much you put into the account because you're able to say, and this typically is for very high wage earners that they're like, I make $300,000 a year, but I'm going to put 100000 of my 300000 in the deferred comp plan. Um, we just have to be really careful how that deferred comp plan is structured because if you can't roll that deferred comp plan into an IRA at retirement, then now you owe a bunch of tax in that year. And so, um, but, you know, again, Dick, we've been down this road with so many people. Uh, happy to sit down and kind of walk walk you through the pros and the cons. There's no cost for that, but it's it's too hard to answer over the radio like right. this, right? <laughs> so, well, the whole deferred comp thing, I mean, is that something that you see a lot of? Is that Are a lot of people um, involved? Uh, you know, some of our higher-end wage earners, sure. um, like uh, lawyers, doctors, um, corporate you know, people that are in the, the corporate ladder, um, you know, various companies will offer that to the higher-end wage earners as just a way to allow you to save that money while instead of paying the tax now. Sure. Um, but again, there's, there's, it's not a perfect plan. All right. Well, good. I was just curious. And uh, so uh, we're running out of time here, Brooklyn. Go ahead and remind everybody how to get in touch and why and, and what, what, what we'll get today. Sure. And again, we do set aside time on our calendar because um, believe it or not, we get, we get booked really fast with our existing clients and, um, referrals, but we we want to make sure our radio listeners have time to come in and meet with one of the advisors here in um, in San Antonio or New Braunfels. We also do it virtually, so we are open to the phone appointments or a Zoom appointment, whatever makes sense. But there is no cost for that consultation, um, and you know it's important for us to ask a few more poignant questions about your situation and you to also ask us questions. So if you'd like that opportunity, reach out today, 844-832-7469, 844-TFA-SHOW. And as always, if you can't make a call right now, you can visit the website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. And from that, you can actually schedule your own appointment um, uh, just under the booking link, um, texasfinancialadvisory.com. Sounds great, Brooklyn folks. Uh, I mean, again, this is one of my favorite hours of the week. I, I love how quickly it goes, and really, the information's pretty remarkable. Investment advisory services offered to Queen Bee Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Brooklyn Chandler Willie provides general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and is not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Queen Bee Advisors LLC. By contacting Queen Bee Advisors LLC, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.